Good. So now we're going, right? We're going. Okay, now we're going. In going. <laughs> it is forever fucking chaos in this place. Guys, if you're here, you have stumbled across the Non-Vanilla Trust K101 podcast. And I don't care if tonight's your first night or your 78th night. Ooh. This is a show that you don't want to miss. We wrap up our series on 13 facts about BDSM that you don't, I mean, you just need to know. And uh, we got these 13 facts from Nadia Bacotti, who happens to be our second uh, part of the show. She's calling in live from Sydney, Australia, and I am super excited about it. And when you're all done dealing with all that awesomeness, we have Jason, Mr. Philadelphia Leather 2019, who's actually doing a workshop in Lancaster for Pride Weekend. And it's just, we're going to talk about the workshop. We're having him call in later on. This is going to be a great show, and we're starting it right now. Now? Now. You sure? Then we'll then be now. We're now. K101 podcast is intended for an adult audience, exclusively for people who are both mature and intellectually self-aware enough to comprehend the gravity and the responsibility of the sexual content contained in the discussion that follows. Those under the age of 18 are requested and expected to discontinue this feed now. I know you're going to dig this. We are going to dig this. I mean, everybody's going to dig this. Guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 podcast. You insisted on doing both. I always <laughs> insist on doing both. Oh, you mean him. I just got oh. my double fingers for Oops. that one. That was Oopsie. all right. right not there. me? Oh. No, not you. Darn. <laughs> Wishful thinking. All of that was Cupid, but nobody saw it. Doesn't fucking matter. No, nobody saw it. Doesn't I'm matter. I'm your host, Mr. Nominella Trisk. You call me Mr. NVT. <laughs> Riding immediately to my right, your stage left, is my beautiful, lovely, radiant, gorgeous wife, Envy. It's not Nominella like Trisk. queen of England. Yeah, you are I like just the queen stand of England. here and go like this. Sometimes you do this. Hey. Which is nice too. I like that move that you have. And then, the of Vanna. course, sometimes yes, she I does say, the Vanna. I, I say fuck all. Yeah, and, and then, then you say fuck all, which yeah. is which is also <laughs> wonderful if you ask me. Uh, way over on Randy, Andy, back in studio. Thank God she's here. We have missed you, dear. I mean, you were at the corral, and that was wonderful. Don't get me wrong, but having you home in studio—it's that's, been a while. It's been yeah. entirely too guys. long. We Woo! missed you too. Sin club. Kitty is in studio. As I look around the penis gallery. Stinger cool. Switch. We have stop. new peeps in studio tonight. Stinger Switch is here. She's not new peeps, though. Uh, his happy pet is here. Orchid Fire is back in studio, yeah. which is a wonderful thing. Tonight's producer, KMFD Mike, thank you very much for putting together both shows. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Don't thank me yet. And then our new peeps tonight, Kinky Kitten 979. Is that right? Yeah? All right. And then it's Sir Dice Dom, uh, also in studio for the very first time. And unfortunately, we will not be able to give them hot seat questions this show. That doesn't mean we won't not be able to get them on the mm. second show. Is that Vixen coming down the steps dun, into dun, the dun, studio? Dun. It is. <gasps> hey, hon, you came into the studio very nicely. You didn't fall down the steps like a lot of people do. Brax just came in behind her. All right. Wow, we're going to have a full studio tonight. This is fantastic. So, guys, um, we're going to jump hey, right warm into this it. shit up. I'm freezing. Yeah, right? Yeah, start talking. <laughs> you guys got to start talking. It's cold down here, apparently. Just drink Poor more. Andy's nipples are chilly. <laughs> which, you know, is bad. Oh, right. I, before we even get into the rest of that, running my interactive board tonight. This is a live show, so if you want to call in, 717-925-0603, or you can add uh, 
nvtrist at gmail.com to your Skype contacts, and you can call in through Skype. Someone tried to call in through Skype while we were coming into the opener, screwed everything up. You should know better. No, it's now they do. <laughs> Made Dad mad. I'm, I'm hearing something. What was that? to blow. <laughs> it wasn't us. It wasn't something you else. It, it definitely was, it, wasn't me. It was, it was a third party. It was a third party. There was something else going on earlier? Uh, all right. For real. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, Ch- Chapin's running my interactive board tonight. Hiya. If you call into the show, she will be answering. She's also handling the live chat. So, if you, you know, you're a little too shy, you don't want to call in and deal with the, you know, the disorganized chaos of the K101 podcast live with your voice, you can always drop some comments in the chat. Running the soundboard and the video board tonight. Dun, dun, dun. The man with the deep voice and the long Jacket. patience. <laughs> <laughs> Veritas. I didn't think of patience or jacket, but okay. Yeah, I've got a face for radio, too. That's bullshit. I got the voice for radio. You, got, you, do, you do have a voice for radio. You have a voice for whatever the fuck you want. That pretty sure. I, I wish I had your voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep dreaming, Buttercup. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah. All right, so we're going to jump right into it. Uh, Naughty Bacotis. 13 facts about BDSM that you need to know. Uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, check out the... Dis- I don't even know if we have the link up in the description below. But if you go to nonvanillatrist.com and check out today's blog post, the video is actually there. It's an 11-minute yeah. video, and it's absolutely worth the watch. This is our fourth installment. We've been going through... Uh, the video is so great, we decided we were going to do a deep dive on each one of the items. So tonight, we're covering items 10 through 13. Um, and item number 10 is uh, kink can be a group activity. And I think that no one around here knows. That. I think that's probably so that's probably one of my favorite parts about camp yeah. is that it can be a group activity. Uh, if you noticed one of the one of the ones we had last week, I think it was was kink doesn't always have to be sexual. Yeah. It can just right. be a power play. It can be a dynamic. So therefore, having it be a group activity or having it be with multiple people, uh, it, that that's perfectly natural because it, I mean you're not really switching partners like if you're in a monogamous relationship i think that's where it easily works jump in guys i'm sitting i'm treading water here because <laughs> I'm, I'm now i'm going I to the brain trust agree <laughs> brain trust i mean group <laughs> funds right? always brain trust. better but we have a very similar situation going on right now exactly right now like right now now we're at now now we are at now now so um yeah that's not there's nothing but you have to put this thing in your mouth again so. There you go. And uh, okay, Matthew, Mike, I think we're going to either Veritas bring him up or... Who, me? Yeah, you. I need to go up. There we go. I need to go now up. I got you. I'm good. Just a little higher. Just a little. <laughs> All right, so you whispering, that's not going to work with that. I'm going to talk to anyone else in the head, so <laughs> That's okay. what I mean. Everyone Damn else it. heard you. <laughs> so what, do, you like, do you like the group activity part of it? Do you not like the group activity part of it? It's I do. An element in in the lifestyle if you so choose, but it doesn't have to be there. No, it doesn't have to be. But it, but that, I think that's what she said. It can be. It doesn't have to be. It yep. can be a group activity. Orchid fire. You got some. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> there it is. Kink by yourself is can be frowned upon, depending on depending, <laughs> depending on depending. where it's being performed. Yes. Ah, so that's kink true. Together means. Well, okay, so there, there's an old saying that goes, if you're the only person in the room doing it, it's not, it's weird. Like, if other people are doing it with you, it's not weird. So, False. encourage you to find your tribe and 
do it with more people. It's Go more fun that way. Go ahead, Shape. Uh, Domo Mashi has a comment in the chat. Mm-hmm. Kink can be a discussion, so technically the Non-Vanilla Trist K101 podcast is a kinky group activity. Well, I, yeah, technically, Domo, I appreciate that. You're absolutely right. I, I think that's an absolute thing. Because, I mean, when we go out to, when we do our munch, that's kind of, <laughs> that can be a little... That can be a little kinky at times because when when the nillers walk by and they catch wind of what we're talking about and they're like, "Oh shit, did I just did I just hear that right?" And just, you know, like they turn their head this way and the brains go off like Kennedy in the back. Bad, you know? <laughs> Ew, don't say Kennedy <laughs> in the back. Is that too far? Baseball bat. Oh. Is that too far? Is it no, too no, soon? Not ever too soon. Not at soon? all. You sure? I'm in it. I mean, it's like fucking no, sixty. It's fucking great. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, oh it's my a, goodness. Oh, good. <laughs> I support you. I'm looking at the penis gallery, and I'm, I'm getting mixed reactions just back a bunch there. Of dick responses. I just wasn't prepared. <laughs> I, mean, I neither was he. Hey. hey. <laughs> Somebody else had something to say. Oh, man. <laughs> I just, no, thank you for no. all that. All right. Pink mist, all of it. I mean, I was in it. Mm. Yeah. Dig it. <laughs> Dig it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This what is going well. What was that crazy meme you, you had with the... Oh, no, no, no. We're not going there. That's too much. That's too much. That's too much. That's too much for this. That's what I thought was. Trying to keep it on the rails today. Uh, all right. <laughs> Got to keep it on the rails. We have to be a professional a show at, at least one time at this year. Says who? I think we should keep this on the rails. Yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> we're all fucked. Okay, Lefty Mike. Good on you, brother. I'm right there with you, dude. Right there. Go ahead. In golf, it's called swing lube. Here, it's wait what? Lube. Swing lube. What? Hold on a second. When you drink and you're golf. and you're golfing, it's called swing yeah, lube. Yeah, it's your swing no, lube. I'm kidding. You're drinking when you're when you're so when you're drinking here at the podcast, it may it's as well just, just be lube. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> <It's laughs> Something's got to work somewhere. Ties in the group kink. It, it, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, even if it doesn't lube, it at least gets you wet, right? So, right. There you go. I'm done. All right, we'll make it happen. No other comments on it can be a group activity. I mean, we, we have we've we have so many people here that do group activity. I would think that making people feel a little more comfortable about it would be because I mean, remember we're doing this well, for we we're have... doing this for the newbies. We're telling the newbies who've well, no, never done this before. These are this is a fact you need to know. Go ahead, Sir Nice. Yeah, absolutely. When we're doing our different scenes, uh-huh. uh based on the interaction at times where it's always silent, mm-hmm. but there are questions that come up from the crowds. Sometimes uh, as the scene is winding down, I've invited men to join and come in okay. and then do a little demo or teach or let them do a few things with a little bit of coaching. So even last week at the corral, we had nine or ten people watching. I invited one gentleman in, and uh, he helped and joined out with Kinky Kid. And That's had a great right. Time. That, I came in right behind that, right? Right, that correct. We, we, that was right in, after I your came scene. in to clean up the rest of the mess that I had yeah, left in right. that room. We kept all your toys. Not that I left a stinky mess or anything like that. It wasn't No, it was just I a lot of I left my rope, rope bag in the room. <laughs> <laughs> there was fucking shit ton of rope in that room that day. But, but that scene also was very... Um, there were That was viewer-friendly, I'll give you that. viewer-friendly. <laughs> and, and if you people... think about it, voyeurism, absolutely a kink. Mm. Some people think that's a bad thing. I, on the other hand, think those guys are. Uh, I shouldn't judge. Never no, mind. Don't no, I didn't kink not. shame. Of course not. No, I was. I was. I was morality shaming. <laughs> fucking put, your mor- put your fucking morality on me. I'm not interested. Take that shit over there. <laughs> nice. Go ahead. What else we got? Um, I have friends who go to like, uh, like Camp Crucible mm-hmm. and those larger types of, types of events, and they often have activities like. Um, when they tie all the subs together and each dom takes a, a turn using um, 
Okay, let me let me backtrack a little bit. That sounds yeah, really interesting. Okay, all right, now hang on, no, I got this, I got this. Go on, tell me more. Okay, apparently, <laughs> each sub Jeez. picks one implement that they want to be struck by: a flogger, a okay. paddle. Okay. All right. So it's like an impact circle. Exactly. Okay. And each dom is like musical chairs. Takes turns using that one implement on that oh, sub. So you have to fun. You have to be careful because you I may love this toy, but not the swing behind little, it, right? Yeah, because yeah. each dom like, is going to be using it differently on you. So you better make sure uh, you love I, that toy. I don't know if I'd let you do that. Listen, I don't. A, I don't know, man. I don't that, think I. I don't know if I'd let you do that. As a former. As a former Woo. summer camp counselor, that could go all sorts of wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that the place exactly. for it to go wrong? It's very yeah, true. Right? It's very true. <laughs> right? Wait, no, not the wrong you're thinking. The wrong you're thinking is so much more fun. That's not what we're What's talking about true? here. <laughs> What's going on back there? I can hear you uh, guys talking. Well, Pet wants to know, uh, what do you do with the safe word? On that, like, do you have? That's to commun- a good fucking question because you know that's I mean? one of the reasons I would say no to that. I'd be yeah. like, is there like, like a universal safe word or something? Red, red right. would be the universal safe word, but sense. you would just that that either um, you would there'd be a stand-in like you guys, one but, sub. Sh- sh- all those mics are shareable back there, both of them. If one sub has had enough, then another sub would take their place. Nice. Oh, go ahead, Vixen. So it's yeah, not sub in. <laughs> Okay, so I've gone wow. to a similar event. Um, Dark Odyssey does fusion and samp, uh, summer camp, and there's a group of folks that have taken a very long time to make sure that their hostage parties are safe and fantastic. So this is an example of non-consensual <laughs> consent. Are you okay over there? Consensual really. non-consent. <laughs> and we wear tags around our necks that say exactly what our hard limits are. We It also says on there what we want. It is color-coded based on how we want our clothing removed or whether we want to remove oh. it ourselves. Um, it's a tear-away so it's a lanyard. So if I you're done, this. done, done, need to be out of scene, you pull it off and you are done. There are nice. numerous play wow. monitors there. I love this idea. Um, but really, you're going to get as much play as you might want. You might get tons of play if all the things that you're good on are popular. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, there's at least going to be certain people that are willing to play within your limits. So and that it sounds awesome. It it's like the 100%. first time that sex comes with instructions. <laughs> so, it's very much fun, and I do it every time it's offered. It sounds amazing. Hang on, hang on. Brax, sounds- do you, Brax, do you have something? Uh, I did have something. Go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and chime in on the hostage party. I actually did that <laughs> last year, and yeah. it was a great experience because you could walk right up to somebody and be like, okay, you're into rope. We're going to go do that. And then this guy over here, he's real into crops, so he's going to do that next. Oh, wow. I love the okay. creativity Jeepin. and the organization. Okay, another thing about the um, uh, kidnapping teams is, uh, from what I've never done it personally, but what I've heard is you can actually pick like the person who's going to be the head of your kidnap team. Like if I say, Mr. NVT, I trust you, so I'm going to let you be in charge of the kidnapping okay. team so you know who I'm comfortable around. So, mm. you know. So, so I get to pick the team. Exactly. And we snatch you up and do all the things that you want. Oh, so it's you got it. I can't even deal right now. <laughs> but also, I want to give a big, huge welcome to Kamikaze Tom. Kamikaze Tom. Hey, thanks a lot for hanging out with us. And Bandit455 just came in. Bandit, hey. Bandit. Did you want to say hi? Hi, honey. 
There we go. <laughs> so, so that's kind of consensual, not consent. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds absolutely yeah, like I, that. See, now that I would be okay with because if I get to pick the team, mm-hmm. especially if they have, and like, I know the people that saying. I'm trusting, like if yeah, I'm trusting right. the people that are taking you, now we're good. If it's just a round robin of any, any Tom, Dick, or Harry that can right, get right. in the circle, I'm going to be like, eh, right, we need to hang on just he a quick second. He did, he did say Dick. But as long as, yeah, I did say it's Tom, Dick, or Harry. Yeah. <laughs> I Tom, said Harry Dick, what? Tom's Dick is Harry. Right. It's just, oh, Tom's Well, that depends on, I mean. Depends on how Tom manscapes. It's true. So It's true. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Do we have anything else for the uh, for the group thing? Because I can, I try to keep this on the rails. Go Groups real quick. Good. Yeah, I know. Grab it. Grab it. Yeah, we're, we're not lollygagging here. Grab it. Take it <laughs> in. Somebody. Uh, yeah, so I did want to say I'm a big proponent of doing group activities, particularly if you want to show some somebody something new. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for an example, if we're going to do a co-top scene, one of my favorite things to kind of warm everything up is to say, have you ever seen two blacksmiths working on a piece of metal? Mm-hmm. So we're going to do that. Two That's taps. how red your ass is going to be when I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> 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 But it, it, it gives you the opportunity to give some coaching. Like I noticed, your floggers getting caught up in the curtains. Try swinging it this way. All right. All right. And okay. also, there's etiquette okay. to be learned when you do that. So if anybody's got any questions yeah. about what go. group plays about, you just go to one of those. Absolutely. You know that it. That makes sense. I like it. I like it. All right, guys. Uh, the second topic that we're going to have, and I don't think we have to have a lot of conversation on this one, so it, it worked out kind of nice. Um, item number eleven in the video is the sex isn't always kinky. And it's not. Um, My wife and I have been together for over a decade now. And while we have plenty of kinky activities, very often our bedroom is just as normal and vanilla as everybody else's is. It doesn't mean just because you're in the kinky lifestyle doesn't mean you're always do it. It's it's like, all right, I'm kind of feeling a little randy today. Get the nun outfit. I'll get the clown makeup. Where's the donkey? We don't have to do any of that. It can just be. We have, to, we have to we have to mute the ringer on that because that would be great. I mean, I'm, we got I'm enough people that want to get involved, but damn, that was we got opinions. <laughs> Do we know who that is? Okay. Do we want to? I mean, I have thirty seconds. Okay. All right. Whoa! Shit. Mm-hmm. Bring it. Hopefully, hopefully the hanging. It just got really loud. I don't I know, know if you I guys heard the, the thunder. Like the whole, <laughs> the whole the studio just shook. Works right. Right. Yeah. Right. We need oh, a backup oh, generator. Oh, oh. Hey, I don't know where that's at. Guys, we are having a really wicked thunderstorm come through right now. So if we lose power and drop the stream, we'll reboot and go live again. And I'll just splice all this shit together and upload it to YouTube. So because that's what we do. Because that's how we roll. It's live, and <laughs> the show must go the, on. This is the shit we deal with when you do live. Anyway, the sex doesn't always have to be kinky. Anybody else have anything you want to add with that? Because I mean, we have a vanilla lifestyle. Just as I mean, we have to be vanilla on a regular basis. So while today I don't... alone couldn't have been a kinky day, let's just oh be yeah, honest. it would have been ridiculous. <laughs> Although it was a little bit in the morning. It was a little, was bit. A little we bit. We had a morning. moment. We did have some moments, but we're twenty four seven. So that's how we do it. People didn't interrupt because we have children. By the grace of God. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Oh my. Hey, are we at the time? I think we're at the time. We are at the time. Hey, Veritas, kick us out the break. We're going to be right back, guys, uh, with items 12 and 13. And then after that segment, we'll, we'll talk to Nadia.
The K101 podcast is intended for an adult audience, exclusively for people who are both mature and intellectually self-aware enough to comprehend the gravity and the responsibility of the sexual content contained in the discussion that follows. Those under the age of 18 are requested and expected to discontinue this feed now. How about going to a broadcast partner of the Non-Vanilla Trist K101 podcast where you can have access to our show that much faster? At scottwillkillyou.com, you can listen to the K101 podcast as soon as it's available, before it streams up to Stitcher and iTunes or any of the other audio platforms we're on. In addition, you'll also find fresh episodes of Puck and Scott's funny movie review podcast, Our Reviews Will Kill You. And the Doncast, a podcast that discusses today's topics of a more serious nature. One-stop shopping, right? Type it in your browser window now. Hey, have your digital assistant remind you. ScottWillKillYou.com Because Scott will kill you with content. I'm just really trying to turn you guys on. That's all I want to do. Ha! Fuck it! And we're back. Guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 podcast. I am still your host, Mr. Nominal Trust. I haven't changed identities yet. Yeah. Uh, we pull out the big superhero cape later. After like, it's, it's like halfway through the second show. I need like five more beers. Then we got this. Nice. No, not really. I have no superhero. All right, so we're going through uh, items. <laughs> Stinger. She's like, Jesus, he's still talking. I can't believe it. Uh, <laughs> items. <laughs> 12 and 13. Item number 12. BDSMers are not damaged. I think this is probably one of the ones that pisses me off the most about vanilla people. Yes. They think because we're into kink, because people like being spanked. I, we had the conversation uh, We had the conversation with someone just the other day the who other was day. like, my grandmother looked at me and she's like, who wants to be beaten like that? And... <laughs> <laughs> and she was trying to explain it, and she didn't Wait, know how. I have to count the hands that just flew I know, up. Right? Right? I, was like, <laughs> I, I saw at least six. I mean, I throw a leg up just to count <laughs> One little, two little, three little piggies. <laughs> There's a live camera right there. Just make sure it's... I know, but I have so many wires. It might you do have some wires on you right now. <laughs> Come on, you're good at being flexible and rope. Go ahead. Figure it out. There you go. Be, uh, woohoo! So it was one of those infuriating conversations. It, like, I think it's I think it's always an infuriating you conversation. You can't just be like, Brr, you know, yeah. and say what you so, think. So here's what I usually say to people when they when they ask when they hit me with that when they go, man, how how does somebody do that? Um, in your vanilla world, think of a tickle fight. Remember when you were in oh. your teenager years and you know you're kind of flirting and then there was touching and there was like some. You kind of a little frisky, and then there was kind of and you're just, ooh, and all those all those little physical sensations of hands touching areas, and maybe a little tickle, and those little tickle fights it turns into sex eventually, it just kind of builds and builds and builds and builds, turns into sex. That's just a physical sensation. Or it sensation. tries to anyway. Or it tries to if you're, if you're someone who doesn't like being tickled, then it makes sense. Somebody makes me pee because it exactly. Yeah, don't right. take the bed. Hey, also, hey, don't kink shame. Exactly. Golden showers. Don't kink shame. That's over. Right. Don't kink shame. But I was ten. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, then you couldn't give consent. That's not kink. <laughs> anyway. Right. The point is, some people enjoy being tickled, and that turns into sex. Some people hate being tickled. 
And it still turns into sex. No. <laughs> it turns into an ass beating. Okay. <laughs> and then it turns into sex. No. I'm just kidding. Just no. <laughs> no. Nice. In, in the same way that physical sensation of, of <laughs> the physical sensation of touch of tickling can be turned into sexual energy for others, the physical sensation of being spanked can be turned into sexual energy. And it's not like like my kitten is one of those people. I am not. I can do the spanking. I am not one who enjoys being spanked. I can take her, turn her over my knee, and give her nice gentle pats on her ass, and then they turn into nice little firmer pats on the ass and then they turn in and then they turn in even more firm pats on the ass and the next thing i know we have nice time and then there's then it's a good day and she's having a good day and i'm having a good day it's not like i'm just like hey hon i think i'd like a blowjob get over here (laughs) i mean that's not how it works i mean some people like that not everybody (laughs) and and when we're talking to the vanillas let's Baby steps. Baby steps in. <laughs> I know you don't always want to baby steps them. Oh, that was a cat sound I've ever heard. <laughs> Stepped on my headphone cable again. Can't hear a thing. That's that Can't, hear a thing. Can't hear a thing. Mm-hmm. You got it? Yeah, as got it. someone who um, identifies as probably more vanilla than most, um, th- saying that people who are kinky are damaged, I haven't met more better aligned people in my life uh, it's true story yeah, it really because is. That is because a true story. you're the the people who are you know being shamed for being oh my gosh that's just not normal normal is so number one fucking boring number two your version of normal is a lot of repression a yeah. lot of uh, not, in a, in not, not culture, bad wiring normal but is absolutely repressed but that's i mean subjective. there's there's something to be said for being vulnerable and letting your freak flag fly and saying yeah i don't give a fuck who cares you if you don't it's okay i still love you but i'm gonna do my thing and you can do yours over there your thing over there uh the the two things i think i get from kink the most where where i give pushback is number one they've actually done studies where bdsm people who, who participate in the bdsm communities have less uh it's like relationship turnover their relationships are more healthy and less longer healthier they are healthier and less because I'm a journalist it or something. Works. They're healthier they and they last longer than monogamous, cisgendered relationships that just stay, mm-hmm. you know, right down the middle. Dang of it. I read an article today that would sort of dovetail into this, but um, I don't have it with me and um, that sucks. And, and that's okay. It can be used the, for another the reason. <laughs> they I'll use find it another time. The, the I biggest hate that. reason that they they find that people who are in the BDSM communities are healthier is because we have a level of communication yeah. normal people, everyday normal people the don't. Absolutely. Our level of communication is up here, and I think that I think kudos kudos to us because you know, we can pat ourselves on the back. But it, for those of you who are thinking about it, hey. Meet these people because you're going to find out they're the doctors because we have doctors in our group. We have nurses in our group. We have we have financial planners in our group. We have IT professionals, we engineers. Have professional we have people who like to play doctor in have- our group. <laughs> Damn. We have teachers in our group. We have – our, our group runs – a it's, very wide gamut, it's and they're diverse. all intelligent. And it's diverse. It is very diverse. So, what seems to be the problem, Miss Happy Pet? <laughs> oh shit! Uh-oh. I can't hear you. I'm not on headphones. 
Just making headphones. That's bullshit. If you don't have headphones, you're going to tell me you didn't hear that voice across the room. He's trying to diagnose you. Oh, no. Look out. kitten, go ahead. I would like to say that this is the kink community, in my personal experience, as a person who is in everyday culture viewed as someone who is different, I can assure you that, A, this is some of the most open-minded people that you will ever find in your life. Thank you. And B, uh, I would like to also say that people who, um, let's say, you know, we talked about people who enjoy, you know, a good flogging and whatnot, which to me is like a massage. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> to me, I would like to also clarify the fact that these are not angry people, mm-hmm. uh, sadists and people who, you know, doms and whatnot. These are not angry people. Some of them are laughing their asses off, right? It's fun. <laughs> it's great. It's, it's wonderful and it's enjoyable. And if we did not enjoy it and consent, then you would not find us doing these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. It is fun. Yeah. It is our massage. Some people go to massage therapists and they get this soft little sensual blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, no, no. That's creepy crawly to me. Give me the- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Standard. That's how you torture me. <laughs> That's how we torture you. That was so right. well right. put. I, I love it. Well. I love so, it. Very well put. Thank yeah, you, dear. Very well put. All right. How much time do we have? Because I'm looking. I'm, I want to make I can sure. If I add that. on that real yeah, quick. absolutely. Go ahead. Uh, being that I've gone to places such as the Corral, it, for per individual who's decent at vlogging, and you have that card, it becomes work, damn it. It's oh, not. It's I mean, hard. Oh, yeah, yes, absolutely. I enjoy it. That's yes, I have work. every instance of going, oh, this is fantastic. I'm glad you enjoyed it. But, oh, my arm hurts. Mm. <laughs> well, that and, and just the mental capacity that you have to have, like, as a boom, uh-huh. mm. <laughs> we're, still, we're still fighting the weather. You're calling from uh, you're watching the K101 podcast today. We're not doing it from our we're calling from standard Kansas. Susquehanna yeah. Valley area. We're doing it from Kansas. The sky outside <laughs> is green. The wind is blowing. Ruby shoes just flew up the steps. Right. <laughs> Building off of the damaged thing, I would probably say people would that people who are into BDSM are like dangerous or overly aggressive, but like I've never felt safer with a group of people. Oh, no, good. of course Absolutely. not. Absolutely. Yeah. Good, good. No, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so which brings us to our last point. Uh, it, the, the point number 13, the one we are going to wrap up on, um, people in the BDSM community and people who participate and the lifestyle in general is healthy. I mean, it really is. Um, there have been plenty of studies done about it. I think the biggest thing that I get from it is there's it's the right to the thing we were just talking about. It, it's communication. The level of communication that that Envy and I have is we were we got a compliment on it the other day where where someone was just like what you guys what the the relationship you guys have is what we aspire to like we want to have that that's how awesome it is and I'm like I think that's awesome thank you so much I, I mean that makes me feel good when we what we have with people and then, and then when you have a fight Sit up. I did. <laughs> <laughs> no no well you're still human we're still here stuff's gonna get fucked I up I have a red cape I thought you didn't have a cape well it's it's I put it down here no it's down here so I don't have a red cape it's down here it's greatest American hero but you lost the instruction exactly. book exactly I have no instruction book that's why I got you guys <laughs> I don't want to take instruction from me. That's a bad idea. No one oh. knows what that means unless they're my Someone's going to fall down the steps oh, in a second. Uh-oh, someone's falling <laughs> down the steps. 
Well, I heard Damn this. Fr- I heard the front door slam. So oh, I figure someone's absolutely okay. going to fall down the steps. Who, it's okay. Who do we got coming? We want to know. Beer kitten. Beer kitten's Hi, in the studio. Hey. What's up, girl? You doing good? Don't stop. Outstanding. Did you want to get on your knees for any shit? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'll be under the table later. All right. <laughs> yes, <laughs> fucking lucky day. <laughs> so do we have anything else about uh, BDSM is healthy? I mean, I think we had a great... Oh, I still got five minutes. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, I sure do. I got five Holy minutes. crap. All right, let's just go. Look five at you minutes. on track and stuff. <laughs> hey, I, that last one was easy, especially off number 11. Right, 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 right. Um all right, so how else do we keep saying it's healthy? Because <laughs> I got five minutes. Let's so fill it let's, up. So, so <laughs> as for the entire list at this point, let's, yeah, let's oh god, I would have to. I would have to go yeah. way back and try. I don't even have all those notes in front of me. Oh, never mind. Go ahead, Chapin. Um, Sinrick actually says that there's usually a higher level of self awareness. Absolutely. Yeah, I think you have to have that that higher level of self awareness because it's one of the things where if you don't have the self awareness, then you don't know when you're screwing up. And if someone calls you out on it and you don't have that self awareness. You might just be bullheaded and think you're right. So, yeah, I, I can absolutely agree with Senator on that. Thank you for the comment, Senator. Knowing what you want and being able to communicate that as hey, bring well her up is so a little imperative. Bit. Say again? I said knowing what you want and being able to communicate that effectively is so imperative to what we do. Right. Okay. Kinky Kitten? One of the things about the, the aspects of having a healthy relationship is communications. Mm-hmm. And let's go over some of the popular things as far as, um, you know, um, you hear talk about sometimes about rules, okay? Um, one of the things about rules are they're not like top down. In other words, you're going to do this. It's all about, hey, what do you think if we make a new rule to help you with such and such, uh-huh. okay? For example, um, I should play my piano more. I should practice my piano more, okay? I, I don't, I, I should. And because I'm on keys and we're, my friend and I are doing a medley. And anyway, it's a long story and I should practice more. I need help with that. What happened was, what about if we make a rule that you practice piano 30 minutes a day, you, you know, you do what you have to do. And it was agreed upon, okay? This was communication. This is, yeah, you know, thank you. That would help me a lot. I appreciate that. I appreciate that reminder. Um, it is a two-way thing. It is, you know, if, if. If I don't get it done, it's like, hey, what happened? What's going on? It's a communication. It's it's yeah. honesty. It's open. Mm-hmm. It's I don't right. want to hide anything. There's no reason to. There's no reason to hold back. So it is in the vein of trying to build each other up, take care of each other, yes. yeah. and be the best that we can be. So I, I, I can attest to that. Yeah. I'm very similar. Yeah. We, we had we actually had the conversation again last night with with our new submissive, and. She was like, you know, did you did you gave me you gave me these directions when you or I gave her direction, and she said, oh, new rules already? These are new rules. I said, I didn't give you rules. We did, we have not discussed rules and parameters. I just gave you a direction. And there's a direction between or there's a difference between I think between direction and rules. And yeah. this is probably something, you know, vanilla people don't get. Rules are things like these are like these are big relationship dynamic encompassing parameters. Don't mm-hmm. go outside this box. Um, directions are, I would like you to do this task. Yeah. I'd like you to do it a certain way. If you fail at the task, there could be consequences. If you succeed at the task, there could be rewards. Of course. But the, both the consequences and the rewards land within the rules. The box. So yep. that's a and, – and but it's – if you're vanilla and you're just trying to figure it out, you're trying to process all of this, the healthy part of it is 
we, we, we effectively set these things with communication. So the healthy part of communication is there. And then we also have to communicate the things that we're doing inside. And when you have this much communication, which is, I think, one of the biggest things that we have in our community is so much of it. Right. Is, is that because we have all this communication, that's one of the things that makes us the most healthy. Vixen. Um, I almost didn't share this because um, some people might see this as me making the point that, that I'm BDSM and I'm damaged. But rather, I want to give this example as a way to show how I was damaged before mm -hmm. I um, allowed myself to explore my world of BDSM. I have been raped numerous times in my life and not within the lifestyle. However, what I will say is that in this lifestyle it is the only place that I am able to say as a submissive, because I'm a switch, but when right. I'm being submissive, this is what I want you to do. This is what falls within the rules, and this is how oh, yeah. I am willing to re-experience certain things to desensitize how they used to have such a negative Unpack, impact, unlearn. and instead yeah. empower myself through continued play yes. in an area that can be freaky and scary if sure. not done well. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just I just want to make it clear that this is a way to not be damaged. Yeah, and that's totally only just yeah. an example, but for me, it's it's one of the gifts that mm -hmm. BDSM well, has provided one me of, with. One of the stories we have coming up, it's it's actually in the pipeline, um, and 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 this is probably just a, a good way to wrap this whole thing up. Uh, one of the things in the pipeline is we actually have a couple articles about how people are using BDSM as a therapy uh -huh. for normalizing sex again after trauma. Yeah. And I think that's absolutely fantastic. So before you say before you say that BDSM isn't healthy, you should probably read the medical studies that say BDSM is fixing people. Uh -huh. So there you go. Hey guys, I absolutely loved diving in to Naughty Bacotti's thirteen facts about BDSM. If you haven't seen all four of the installments that we did they're on our youtube channel um just click the not you know what you could always just subscribe and then go to our main channel page that we we write them all out so you can check them out we are going to go to break try and call nadia bacotti because when we come back we're going to have the interview veritas hey guys did you check out the merch link below oh you didn't want to buy anything was it that you didn't want your mother-in-law to find your kinky coffee mug you didn't want your kids to find their cool-ass K101 podcast t-shirts? It's okay. We understand. What you can do, though, is right underneath the merch link is the donation link. Go ahead and click on that. You can drop us a quick, easy donation from any amount dollar amount you want. If you go over $5, though, you get a great little interruption in the feed. You should check it out. All that is just crack that whip. And then put your name up, you know, whatever name you choose. It says, donate a certain amount of money. And it interrupts whatever we're doing. So that's cool. You should check it out. Um, and also, um, you know, the more money you donate, the better my chances are of not letting Sal get on camera naked. Because it's hard enough being in the studio with him naked behind the soundboard. It's just... Please donate money. It's below the It's below the
Hey guys, Mr. Nominella Trist. I hope you're enjoying the K101 podcast so far. Stay tuned. We have some more good stuff that's coming up, and the content's great this week. Uh, what I'm here to do is to make sure that you know of a way that you can help us support our sex-positive communities by supporting our show. My favorite way, and the way we really want everybody else to give it a shot, is to check out the links in the description below. There's one link in particular, which is the merchandise link. It's a streamlabs.com merchandise link. We have K101 t-shirts with the new logo for both guys and girls, and the girl one is nice. Deep V-neck makes <clears throat> Envy looks wonderful in that shirt. Uh, we also have uh, 18 by 18 inch dungeon throw pillows. They could work well on your uh, couch cushions if you don't mind having, you know, you can, you can do them on the couch. Just turn them around because the backside's white. Or you can do the 15 ounce coffee mugs. So there you go. Check out the link below for merchandise. K101 branded and it helps support the show and it helps promote the show. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more. Hey guys, hope you're enjoying the Nominellatrist K101 podcast. On the off chance you haven't reached out to us on nominellatrist.com and you wanted to talk to us, it's easy. You have suggestions for the show, you have comments or criticisms, you can, you know, you can always email us. But if you don't want to email us, that's fine because we're always open to taking constructive criticism. What you can do is reach out to us on Twitter. I'm your host, Mr. Nominella Trist. You can find me on Twitter, at Mr. underscore NVT. You can find Envy on Twitter as well, at SillyKitten815. You're looking for that sexy siren, Sin Kitty? That's easy, too. At Sin underscore Kitty. That's S-Y-N. At KMFD Mike 102 at Wall Street 711. If you were looking to get in touch with our interactive producer, Chapin, it would be at Sarah C 517. Our video producer, at Veritas underscore I underscore M. If you had to get in touch with Sal, it would be at Engineer underscore Sal. <laughs> who wants to get in touch with Sal? Seriously. Do it your way if that's who you need to get in touch with. We're always here to answer your questions, and we always want to try and support the community in any way we can. Hence, we gave out Sal's fucking Twitter. So, there's that. All right, now you know how to get in touch with us. No excuses. Call in. Ask questions. That's what we're here for. His charisma can be seen from space. He wants parallel part, a train. Mr. MBT's chief export is DNA. He once ate a birthday cake before his friends could tell him there was a stripper in it. The stripper is on record saying she appreciated his meal. When the stars are shining brightly and Mr. MBT goes hiking in the woods at night, if you listen carefully, you'll hear off in the distance 
This is the most sausage I've ever eaten in my entire life. When Mr. MBT calls a 900 number, they don't charge him. He just holds up the phone and money falls out. Mr. MBT is not hung like a horse. Horses are hung like Mr. MBT. Contrary to popular belief, the United States is not a democracy. It's a Mr. MBT-ership. And Tom Brady was overheard saying, Now my jeans don't fit. crazy and throw my back out. It's going to happen. Oh, Shit, the music's over. i got to stop now. i got to slow down because if I stop too fast, it'll fucking kill me. <laughs> Guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Novanella Trust. We just wrapped up 13 facts about BDSM that you need to know. They're facts, and these are absolute facts. Uh, they came from a wonderful video that I came across on uh, YouTube from YouTuber Nadia Bacote. I hope to God, I'm saying your name right. Um, Veritas, can I am. Oh, this is so wonderful to have you on the show, Nadia. How are you? I'm good. It's it's great to be here. Yeah, it's um. You guys have gotten me up before 10 a.m. and I don't usually get out of bed before 10 a.m. for most people. (laughs) It is. It is indeed. <laughs> no, no. No, I'm up and about. Well, actually, she said used to be owned by uh, a different company, um, and I came on board as editor. I now own it. Um, and uh, when I came on board, I I guess my main goal with it was to do something really meaningful with it. There were a lot of websites out there for women that just had a lot of gossip and stuff on, you know, how to lose weight and be skinny and and that stuff is, you know, really depressing and negative and I wanted to do something a little bit more meaningful. So um, when I, I came on board to the website, it was all that kind of standard celebrity gossip and weight loss content and we switched it up. We made it body positive, sex positive, um, and we just started talking about real things that happened to real women from, you know, trying anal sex for the first time to what it's like to have a miscarriage or um you know, uh, what to do when you're visiting the gynecologist and and just normal everyday situations that women go through and really talking about them in a very sort of uncensored way that just makes the content very relatable. And that's sort of, I guess, the X factor of the site these days is that, uh, you know, all our readers always say it's a very relatable site. They feel like the the writers are like their girlfriends. If we're talking about our sex life, we don't paint this beautiful fantasy picture we you know we will include that time that someone accidentally elbowed someone else in the head or we farted or you know something embarrassing happened because those things happen during sex all the time Um, or sex sex is painful or you or you you can't have an orgasm or your partner can't have an orgasm or your partner goes soft in the middle of sex all of those different things and that's what people are really sort of hungering for because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of, of that. We only see sort of the perfect view of, of sex and bodies and that sort of thing. So I think it's quite refreshing for people to see something that's more relatable. Outstanding. So 
you said you, you when you took over, she said you wanted it to be a sex positive thing. So I'm going to hit you with a bit of a question, and it's it's the one I've been itching to ask for like two weeks. Uh, you started off. I'm going to go with September of 2018, and I, I saw an article. I think that's the first, the earliest one I found. Schools should be teaching masturbation in in health class, and I'm the backlash that I saw you receive, I was like, holy shit, that girl's got bigger balls than I do right now. Holy crap. <laughs> I mean, I, hey, everyone in this studio just went, yes, they should be. Um, except me. I don't think schools should be teaching masturbation in class for the sole purpose of, I don't trust the government to teach my kids anything. <laughs> I gotta make sure they screw everything else up. I think <laughs> I should be teaching my kids that shit. Not personally like a creepy kind of guy but it, it has to be a sex positive healthy thing it needs to be destigmatized it needs to be shit Absolutely. my daughter my daughter just joined our, our fetish munch so she can ask questions and learn appropriately because if i leave I it up to the, if i leave it up to the school well my 21 year old daughter already has two kids so that that worked out real well for me so far <laughs> but then so, so here's the extra kudos six months later you double down and say parents should be buying their daughter's vibrators and i went yeah had i actually done that i probably wouldn't be a grandfather right now you're right <laughs> so can you talk to me a little bit or talk to all of us a little bit about the backlash you probably caught from that and are you still feeling any trolls today I mean, yeah, I obviously, we, you know, as you guys would know, doing what you do, you know, unfortunately, we live in a very sex negative culture. Sexphobic um, is what I we call it. Sexphobic, sex negative. Yeah. It's, it's you know, we, we see sex as shameful and dirty. And like a lot of things that make us feel maybe a little uncomfortable, we've decided that maybe if we just ignore it and don't talk about it, it will go away. But as we know <laughs> from exploding rates of teen pregnancy and teen STDs, you know, these things aren't going away. Um, the fact is sex is a natural thing and it's happening and it's happening at an early age, whether we like it or not. And I, I actually did a, uh, I did a TV segment and that was how the sort of main backlash began on a U UK uh, morning show where I, I talked about my views on this and, um, you know, I wasn't suggesting that, you know, we have necessarily a sex worker come into the classroom and demonstrate live masturbation. What <laughs> I'm, I'm right behind you on that. I think if anybody would have thought that, you can just kind of toss them off and get out of here. <laughs> well, you'd be, you'd be surprised. I mean, yeah, I did. I got some really nasty backlash. A lot of people saying, you know, I was very sick and twisted and that I was a pedophile and a pervert. Yeah. And I think those people really missed my message sure because like I say I was not I was not encouraging for someone to come into the classroom mm -hmm. and give a live demonstration what I was suggesting is that we don't teach children about their own bodies we don't even acknowledge particularly with the female body which is obviously something I'm passionate about as a woman and as someone who runs a, a female sex, sex positive site is you know we don't even really learn about the clitoris or the function of the clitoris and you know, nowadays I've obviously built quite a following online and so I have a lot of um, women come to me. I have one just recently. I write a regular column now called Ask Nadia and someone had written in and said, you know, oh, is, you know, is my boyfriend a selfish lover because, you know, he doesn't do anything to please me. And I said, well, I don't know your boyfriend. He could be selfish, but chances are what's more likely is he just doesn't have a clue what he's doing and he's guessing, albeit unsuccessfully, because you have to remember – 
men were never taught about the clitoris or female sexual pleasure. So their only reference point is pornography. And while I'm personally sex positive and I'm someone who, you know, loves to have a good porn binge watching session, um, I don't think porn is a particularly good learning tool in the same way that I wouldn't suggest someone go and watch you know, the notebook and expect their boyfriend oh, to be exactly. like Ryan Gosling. You. No, that's <laughs> good, because I look yeah. nothing like Ryan Gosling. I don't know if you're watching this <laughs> we, scene we at all, suspend, but jeez. We suspend our disbelief, you know. We know that's a Hollywood scene. And I think as educated adults, we can watch, you know, a potentially, and I put air quotes around this, violent scene in porn and we know that that is uh you know staged in the same way that we would watch an arnold schwarzenegger movie and know that that violent scene has been staged um but children haven't really been educated about that they're just going into that and so kids are having their first sexual experiences trying to do things like erotic asphyxiation and these sorts of things which they're not educated on and that's not a great way to start learning about exactly how consensual healthy sexual encounters work so i think by teaching kids about their own bodies we're allowing them to actually first of all we're empowering them to discover what feels good and what doesn't feel good you know there's a stat that something like 60 percent of young college age women that are having uh that are sexually active regularly have painful sex. And you would think, well, why would anyone regularly do something that's painful? Well, we don't teach them what it's supposed to, what pleasure is supposed yeah, to feel exactly. like. So a lot of women are going, I guess this is what it's supposed to feel like. And women have already been taught, well, your role is just to, you know, this is an exchange that you have with your partner for his commitment or whatever. Um, and so they, they just accept that that's what it is. Whereas if we empower um, kids to learn about their own bodies and I mean what more safe way is there you know you're in terms of if you're a parent who's wanting to maintain your child's virginity uh, protect them from STDs protect them from pregnancy I mean masturbation is going to do all of those things plus you're empowering them with the knowledge that when they do become sexually active they can actually say to their partner actually no that doesn't feel good I need it to be like this and not be getting into situations that are you know potentially crossing that line of so, so let me interrupt you real quick. violated I, I love this idea i really really love this idea i, I, I i've told i mean envy and i have talked to our kids our youngest two about i have a 16 year old and a 15 year old my 16 year old is a son my 15 year old is a daughter my 16 year old's on the autism spectrum my 15 year old has adhd like her dad and is more than likely hypersexual so we've had the conversation. If you have questions about sex, shit, we run a sex positive podcast. You can tune in and ask questions. We, we would rather you ask us questions than go somewhere else and find it wrong. And if you're trying, I mean, we understand you're a teenager, therefore there's masturbation out there. So if you need help figuring out what that looks like, talk to us about it. How do you sell that? to the religious right that say touching yourself is bad because that's the i think that's the only big hang-up we have i mean am i wrong because i'm pretty sure everybody on the really far left is just like yeah whatever teach it whatever you want and and most people in the middle are kind of on the fence even though it's still an awkward conversation because of western culture how, how do you do that for the people that are way over there do you, do you just drag the middle along with you and then the far the far people just have to come along or how, how, what do you think? 
Well, unfortunately, you know, those are the people that, uh, you know, are promoting the sex negativity, you know, that we still have today. And those are predominantly the people that I get some of the nastiest yeah. trolling yeah. comments from. Um, and I think it comes from, and I try to look at it as coming from a place of, um, you know, not knowing any better. They've grown up in a way, you know, they're, the way we've all been raised has, you know, shaped the people we are today and the experiences we've been through. And so there are a lot of people out there who, you know, have been taught that, you know, the best way to deal with sex is to just create huge amounts of shame around it. And maybe for some small way that has actually been successful for them. And so, yeah, I mean, that's a tough one. And to be honest with you, I, I don't know that they're, we necessarily are going to convince those people. I, I like to, to more sort of think of leading by example rather than pushing things down people's throats. Um, for example, I'm, I'm a vegan and people are usually quite surprised when they hear that about me because I'm not a preachy vegan and they're like, oh, but you haven't tried to lecture me about my food choices. <laughs> That's true story. Yeah, I actually, I actually just try to, I actually try to make being vegan really sexy. Like I eat really delicious, like, junk foods and stuff and people are like wait what is that that you're eating and i'm like oh actually it's vegan they're like you can eat that and be vegan i thought vegans just lived on salad and tofu i'm like no there's some really cool <laughs> things you can eat if you'd like to learn more i'd be happy to tell you and so that's kind of uh, a, you're gonna have to talk to my envy my envy's, my envy's on this <laughs> my envy's on this she can't do dairy anymore she's developed some sort of dairy allergy and she can't do anything anything just, dairy I well, I mean, it's, it's very easy these days. You just followed her on Twitter, which, and i got to be honest, last night when you when you did follow her on Twitter, she was like, holy shit, no, you're going to just follow me on Twitter. I was like, wow, that's awesome, babe. That's way to go. That's good on you. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> so we no, are and the... I mean, I think. Go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say very much in the same way that, you know, sex positivity has evolved, you know, veganism has evolved too and people are starting to see, oh, you know, there are different ways to to be, there are different ways to eat and it doesn't have to mean, you know, there used to be a time where being vegan meant you were a crazed hippie or whatever. There was also <laughs> yes. a time when having a bunch of casual sex meant that you were a whore with no morals or values. Yeah. And we, we now know better. We understand that actually intelligent, successful, educated people can enjoy fulfilling casual sex and that, that in no way speaks to their morals or ethics as a person. Um, but unfortunately, yeah, we do still have a segment of society that are promoting some of this ignorance i mean one of the things that i hear the most online and it might sound comedic to you but you know it's it's clearly a real belief is that uh because i talk quite openly about the fact that i've had a bunch of casual sex which to be honest that, with you, that's I, my I next really question don't think I've, <laughs> i was gonna say to be honest with you i really don't think i've had from the girlfriends that i speak to you know i really don't think i've had any more sex casual sex than the average woman that i chat to but because i, I talk Pro about not. it and people don't usually hear people don't usually hear women talk about it and you know my friends say oh, I've, I've slept with about triple the amount of people you are you know but you have but i would never want people to know because of the, the judgment and yeah, the, the judgment that i get but one of the main comments that i i get even though like i said i don't think i've had 
an, an astronomical amount of, of casual sex, to be honest with you, is that my vagina must be so incredibly loose from all the sex I've had. And of course, it's not. Well, by that logic, a man, a man should have a very a very thin penis right. after it's been in a number of vaginas. Not to mention, I mean, where that logic obviously really fails itself is the fact that, well, if you if you are being a traditionally monogamous woman who's, let's say, saved yourself for marriage and then just been having sex with the one man for 30 years, that's a lot of sex you've been having with that same one man, so your vagina must have just about exactly. fallen out by now. I, I, I'm going to go with if you're having sex with that same one man and you're one of those good on, you know, you know, uh, go go forth, be fruitful, and multiply, and you have eight children. If you have eight very large things pass through that vagina, <laughs> and then you're gonna have all that extra sex, you, you should. This shouldn't be an issue anymore. It's just simple math. <laughs> am I wrong? Yeah. Guys, am I wrong? Look around the studio. Um, Everybody else is like, now you're you're fine. Uh, We're not interrupting now. It'll be fine. <laughs> I no, have... I'm, yeah, but I'm, for, for anyone concerned, my, my pussy's tight as, as it's always been. Don't say I mean, that because yeah. everybody who's what, you're going to get all the extra, you're going to get all the extra <laughs> messages because, you know, you, because one, one of the questions I was going to ask and I decided not to because I don't know how stretched you are for time was the, was the creeper video you put up, like how all the creepy messages I get. You tell you, you sound already have a tight vagina. You're just asking for more of them. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's true. I mean, I do. I mean, but to be honest, I, I think all, from all the women I've spoken to, I don't think you ne necessarily need to have, you know, a a large public profile in order to attract, you know, that sort of creepiness online. I think it's it's pretty standard. And, you know, it's, just, it's a shame. Like, I, I think there are genuinely – there are – there is actually – a big segment um, of people out there, and I'm going to say men, who actually aren't doing the right thing, but they want to do better. So there, there are people that send me, you know, things that are a real, you know, violation uh, to my DMs, and they've got no interest when I try to explain to them what they're doing. But there is a huge segment of actually men that follow me that will say or do something inappropriate and i'll say hey like this is a really sex positive space i'm glad that you feel you can talk about this stuff but you know i feel that you doing that is a real violation of my consent and you know i would appreciate if you have some respect in this space and they will actually say i'm really sorry you know i i got confused where the line was thank you for educating me i'll do better next time by the way just so you know i've deleted that comment so there are a lot of people out there that are trying what? to do better and I've got so much time for those people. <laughs> That's what I mean. There's, there are people who are just yeah. being genuine creeps, but, but there are a lot of people. And, you know, a lot of it is, you know, guys without meaning to sound sexist who they've grown, they've been raised their whole lives not really being told how to have normal, healthy interactions with women, particularly when it comes to sex, because we don't teach any of that stuff in school. And most of our parents were taught to just don't mention it and maybe it'll go away and so they don't That's know so, so a lot well. of the time <laughs> yeah a lot but a lot of the time they're not actually meaning to say something that is being sexually you know harassing they're genuinely coming from a well-meaning place and when you take the time to explain this there are actually people who are like oh i really appreciate you educating me on that that you know i'm going to take that knowledge with me into the future and I'm going to do do better. I, I like to think that the majority of people were just working with 
what we've got. Do you know what I mean? And we can, when we can uh, do better, we do better. We we need to educate people, and that's that's what my platform's all about. And that's why I'm big on not shaming people in any way for for any kink. You know, a question I get a lot is, "Oh, what's the weirdest kink or craziest sex question that people have ever asked you?" And I'm like, "Well, there is no weirdest one because whatever someone is into." As far as I'm concerned, so long as they're not harming someone or so long as they're not harming someone against their will, exactly. then I'm cool with that. Yeah, the, the way so, we word I mean, it is if everybody's kink is different, which some people need a feather, other people need a whole chicken. You know, so, correct. Exactly. Now, I, I want to cut you off, and, and I don't, are, are you okay to hang out? Because I have 10, 13 people in the studio, and we may have a couple questions for you, but I don't want to hold you up because I know, you know you're, you're busy. Do, do you have time to hang out for one more second? Because I have two questions I want to ask you, and I want to give other people, because there are at least two that have been handed to me. Do you have time? Yay! Yeah, absolutely. Easy, guys, easy. <laughs> All right, well, then we're going to go to a quick break. Nani, we're going to put you on hold real quick. I'm hoping that the microphone thing works out because we haven't used this on this thing yet. So, all right, yeah, all right, we, we know what we're doing. All right, so we're going to put you on hold. We're going to run to break real quick. We're going to come back. John, uh, Veritas, damn, I have to drink. Veritas, how, how long do we have on this one? As long as I tell you. <laughs> well, all right, I'm trying to tell her. So how long is the break as much? It's about four minutes. Four minutes. Nani, four minutes, and then we'll be right back, Okay. Great. Outstanding. Thank you, guys. We'll be right back. Hang out. Why are we here? Debauchery. I know you're going to dig this. How about going to a broadcast partner of the Non-Vanilla Trist K101 podcast where you can have access to our show that much faster? At scottwillkillyou.com, you can listen to the K101 podcast as soon as it's available. 
before it streams up to Stitcher and iTunes or any of the other audio platforms we're on. In addition, you'll also find fresh episodes of Puck and Scott's funny movie review podcast, Our Reviews Will Kill You, and The Doncast, a podcast that discusses today's topics of a more serious nature. One-stop shopping, right? Type it in your browser window now. Hey, have your digital assistant remind you. ScottWillKillYou.com Because Scott will kill you with content. I'm just really trying to turn you guys on. That's all I want to do. I am wet, horny, and ready to fuck. You're listening to the Non-Vanillatrist K101 Podcast with Mr. NVT. Oh, I'm very wet. The K101 Podcast is intended for an adult audience, exclusively for people who are both mature and intellectually self-aware enough to comprehend the gravity and the responsibility of the sexual content contained in the discussion that follows. Those under the age of 18 are requested and expected to discontinue this feed now. Why are we here? Debauchery. I know you're gonna dig this. I will do whatever it is that you want. And we're back, guys. Thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 podcast. Wow, I, I don't even hear the whole echo thing anymore, which is awesome. Woohoo! Yeah. Yay! You're probably gonna change scenes. I'm gonna get it right back. Um, on the phone, Naughty Bacody is still with us, right? Is that correct? Please tell me your story. I said, based on on the media is accurate with yeah, everything. Well, exactly. It's, it's got to be confusing. I gotta mean, be. holy cow! Confusing I, for me, and I do this yeah. shit all the time. That's where. <laughs> Yeah. And explaining consent, they have no idea what consent is. Okay. Yeah. So, Nadia, uh, one of the questions I had submitted to me, is there anyone that you look up to or admire in, in a journalistic aspect when it comes to BDSM or health that, that we should all be paying attention to? Like, who, when, when it comes to you learning about certain things, who do you look up to? I would say the person that I look up to the most would have to be um, Amber Rose. Um, who I don't think she's doing her podcast anymore, but she she was doing um, the Amber Rose show with um, Dr. Chris Donahue, and that you know that was great because it's just right the way that she you know and she she's the founder of the the Slut Walk um, that they have annually. Um, I think it's in LA, yes. um, which they've started to have now in other places around the world as well. Um, so I just really like what she's doing in terms of just normalizing. Um, Specifically female sexuality, I guess, but just normalizing like, um, you know, topics around sex, like talking about consent, talking about kink, talking about BDSM or, or whatever it may be, okay. just really normalizing those discussions. And she's a, you know, incredibly successful, famous, wealthy, educated woman, and she's showing that you can be all of those things and you can also be incredibly sex positive. How do you handle uh, the the, the creepy messages video? The question I had for it was, you, you made the video about creepy messages that you get. I'm sure uh, you probably get your own metric fuck ton of dick pics in your inbox. I know the girls here get them on a regular basis. What's your advice to men about unsolicited dick pics and how do you deal with them? So what's your advice to women who get them on a regular basis? 
Well, my favourite comedian, Amy Schumer, actually has a great um, <laughs> joke that she says about this, and she says, uh, if a man sends you a picture of his penis, just send him a picture of a penis back. And then when he responds <laughs> nice. with befuddlement, just tell him, oh, sorry, I thought this is what we were doing. I thought we were sending <laughs> pictures of penises. Um, but have but, you done it? But on a more... I, 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 I've done a number of things that uh, I probably wouldn't care to admit to. <laughs> but, um, no, honestly, I, uh, on a more serious note, I, um, I do see it as a form of uh, sexual harassment. I see it as a form of sexual assault. You know, if, if you are someone who's exposing yourself out in public, uh, you will be arrested for that crime. If you're, yep. you know, exposing yourself to a woman, you would be taken away to prison for that and uh you know given some sort of a fine for that um the thing is is that unless a woman is asking for it that's a violation and i don't know how to really make it any clearer than that when most of the women that i speak to and myself included actually quite enjoy a dick pic i i'm still trying to actually convince my boyfriend of two years to send me a dick pic i think he's worried i'm going to release it on (laughs) (laughs) but um but I quite enjoy a good dick pic, and I, I actually know the majority of my girlfriends say the same thing. What we don't enjoy is a picture of a penis from a total stranger. It's the unsolicited um, one that you don't want. Yeah, exactly. Well, hello. I hate when I get unsolicited dick pics, i got to be honest. Damn it. It's so important. <laughs> All right, so um, the, the next one I have for you is Tales of a Fuck Girl. Now, I have to be honest. I haven't started that bit in, in your YouTube channel yet. What was the what was the motivation behind it? Because I watch all your other videos. I'm I'm slowly getting through your channel, and I absolutely love it. Um, and if you haven't Thank checked you. it out, if you haven't checked it out yet, you can absolutely go, guys, to our go to the nominalatrust.com, and we we have all, we have the 13 faction BDSM that's posted on like five, four or five. I guess it's four, four of our other blog posts. Nadia's right there, and if you go to our channel, she's one of our favorites on our channel. So you can find her channel. It's not that hard. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. Um, but I'm getting through your channel, and I'm absolutely loving all the videos. But when I saw Tales of a Fuck Girl, and I almost jumped right into it, like this horny, cisgendered, privileged, fat old guy that I am. <laughs> and, and then I went, and then I went, don't laugh at me, girls. Oh, That's that not, was, it was funny. It was funny. Well, you're going to get a laugh. Well, I don't doubt it. But, uh, but then I went, no, hang on a second. Let's do this as research. Let's not just sit around. Because if, if you're doing it as research, it's okay. If you're doing it... Because it's an impulse, that's kind of dirty, and then you can't talk to her like you're interviewing her. So, right. I, I held off like a like a good man. I held off. So, what was <laughs> what was the motivation behind it? Because once I get that research done, I'm diving right in as soon as I get home. <laughs> Just, <laughs> not to be creepy. Not to be creepy or anything. <laughs> well, oh, seriously, no, what was the motivation I, there? I I really appreciate all of the the support and the kind words. Thank you for that. Oh, um, absolutely. The the, the Fuck Girl series actually comes from a very popular column that I wrote about a year ago now, and it was about my um, just adventures as a single woman around Sydney having a bunch of casual sex and how I, I'd i come out of a, a marriage breakdown. You know, I, I got married at a very young age because, like a lot of women, I thought that, you know, that was the thing that you did. You fell in love with a boy, you married him, you had a family, and then I realized, of course... Where does that come from? We've got to find that guy and hit him with a clown hammer, whoever uh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> one of those big clown uh, hammers conquering right in the head. 
but but no I so so I was married for seven years and then when I came out the other side of that you know I sort of felt like I needed to actually build my identity for the first time as a woman going into my 30s my identity prior to that had just been attached to my husband and being a wife and so I was sort of rediscovering myself and I actually learned that uh, casual sex could be a vehicle for doing that and that was sort of actually the the catalyst for my own journey of sexual empowerment was realizing that you know I could take control in the bedroom realizing that I could learn what felt good and ask for it and that sex didn't have to be an exchange that I made with a guy in return for a partnership agreement you know like a commitment uh, that it could be something that I could do selfishly for me and um, it was just a really empowering journey for me and, and through that journey I also discovered the world of fuck boys um, if you're not familiar with the term it basically is just a guy who's just a bit of a player and strings girls along with the sort of promise and idea that he's you know really falling in love and wanting something more and then once he's had sex he's pretty much out of there awesome. um, and so I uh, I realized well if guys can do this to girls then why can't it be the other way around so I sort of had yes. sort of set a bit of a challenge for myself to become like a female version like a fuck girl um, and have this sort of rotation of men that I had on speed dial that I was seeing to sort of I guess please all of my different various sexual urges and itches and it, it was great and um, the the column of course there was definitely slut shaming to come out of it but most overwhelmingly it was a lot of women coming forward to me when I wrote the column just saying thank you so much for sure, writing this absolutely. this could have been about me and and my life when I came out of my own marriage or when I was single okay. and they just found it so refreshing and yeah it did really well so I eventually decided uh, once I built a bit of an audience on YouTube that I was going to turn the column series into basically a video sort of monologue series so it's basically just me recounting each of the the columns awesome there's an entire generation of us yeah exactly Oh, of yeah. women, oh, yeah. 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 Oh, you just y'all have to keep and that shit quiet. And probably men because, too. <laughs> well, yeah, all of us are fuckboys. We we enjoy it. It's kind of, we're kind of celebrated for it. It's kind of our thing. I don't know if you've read anything recently, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying. Yeah, and I, obviously that was sort of the purpose of it. The, the, the columns and any is to make sort of a more serious point which is that women can be sexual like men too and women can you know they say like the definition of a slut is a woman who is as free in her sexuality as a man i and think that's, i think know, that's, that's probably my favorite is. thing about your channel when i watch it there, there you have all of these deeply taboo culturally subjects that you just you just go over and then you sprinkle humor on top of it like hey if you have some bullshit that you want to throw over here you can shut the fuck off just go away i'm not even interested in it i'm having so much fun and it's perfectly normal because it's okay for you so it should be okay for me too i i think that's probably my favorite part about your channel um so i had uh i had another question from someone else in the studio how often do you get to the united states and when are you coming again <laughs> um i actually would I actually have been twice already this year, would you believe? I, I would, um, because you're kind of badass. So, yeah, you should probably be over I here know. on a regular basis. 
No, I, I was doing it. I was doing an ambassadorship with a sex toy company over there. So I, I've already been over a couple of times for that. Um, no immediate plans to come back over, but I would love, I would love to come back over soon. And I would, I would love to, uh, come into the studio and, and meet you guys properly and have a proper, uh, uh we would, we would never in a million years do that to you. Our, our, <laughs> we have, our show is controlled chaos. It is a train wreck. It's not even, we would have to like actually go buy an actual studio for this shit. <laughs> But I appreciate the offer. Hey, well, I will definitely keep you posted. If it's like if it's unforeseen future, then yeah, we got plenty of time here. We got plenty of time. I think I have, I, I have two more questions. Are you good? And then I'm gonna let you, uh, and I'm gonna let you pimp out whatever you want to pimp out. Uh, Orchid fire, ladies before gentlemen go. Hi Nadia, how are you? I'm well. How are you? Very well, very well. I was uh, listening to everything that we've been talking about so far, and you were talking about the um, the positives of casual sex. And embracing that part of of us as humans, especially as women, um, here in the U.S., I I understand that um, for for us, there's a, a very big difference between pleasure and duty in a relationship when you talk about sex. Don't look at me like that. I MB- was going to say something. Mr. MAT's KMFT Mike looked at me and said, "Don't say duty." I've lived overseas for a year. I lived in England. So I know that there's a, a very big difference between how the rest of the world sees sex and how we as Americans see it. Um, so being in a, a BDSM group here is is pretty liberating <laughs> to, to call it an understatement. But when you were doing um, your YouTube channel for Tales of a Fuck Girl, was there anything that you were inspired by reading at the time or that you could recommend to help people get themselves out of the programming of the the duty principle of having sex as and embracing the the pleasure of it uh i would i would say a really great one would have to be dr chris donahue he's got a book out it's actually fairly new called sex outside the lines and he just talks about completely embracing your sexuality and he he's really big in, in particular on sexuality being a lot more fluid than what we sort of try to categorize it as um, culturally um, and I've found following him a lot of his concepts to be really eye-opening for me personally and, and very freeing. I think the the less we sort of try to put our, ourselves in boxes, uh, whether it is that when I'm a wife I have a duty to my husband or where, whether it is that if I'm having casual sex that means I'm a slut or whatever it is, the, the less we try to sort of put people in boxes the more uh, sort of liberated and, and, and educated and evolved we can all become but I think it is also a human instinct that we do want to put people into boxes because it makes it a little bit easier for us like okay just tell me which one of these boxes do you fit into and then I can just slot you in nicely yeah that's there. the very so, that's the very um, egoic mentality did she say slip you in nicely or slot you in nicely I think she said yes. slot you in nicely <laughs> I thought that was pretty I thought that was pretty cool I was just the word I think I think the uh, the the US and I I I love where I live, thank you very much, but the U.S. is only 250 years old, so we're technically a toddler uh, as far as <laughs> the rest of the world and far as culture and history and things along those lines. And one of the things about being uh, in therapy with cognitive behavioral therapists is that the egoic mind is very focused on labels, boxes, understanding, oh, oh you have to tell me who you are because I don't understand. Um, and I think that's kind of where we are culturally, that we're... We're we're getting there. We we may actually learn how to 
how to walk here in the next couple of, <laughs> couple of years. No, we're working on it. I got, I'm holding on to the coffee table. We have one more question. Uh, was it... No, Brax? I, I thought there was one more question over on the other side of the penis gallery. We're all gold? Everybody's good? We're going to let Nadia roll? Nadia, how does everybody find you? Because I know we can go to shesaid.com, which I think I tagged in our in our post and I may I mean I've tagged the I know I say just tell us tell, tell us all the best ways to find you I'm Nadia Bockety on all of my platforms unfortunately it's not the easiest name to spell <laughs> um, but uh, yeah I'm on YouTube Instagram Twitter Facebook and then um, I do also have a regular column on she said if you want to check that out and also feel free to submit a, a weekly sex question as well and you might see it answered woohoo all right. Guys, are we good? Yeah. We're good. Thank you so much. Nadia, thank you so much from the entire Excellent K-Y-O job. team. Thank you very much for calling in. We absolutely appreciate you. We love you. We hope we uh, we hope we did your 13 facts about BDSM. Hope we did it proper for you. Oh, it's amazing. I couldn't have, honestly, when I saw that you guys were doing that, I was beyond blown away. That Aww. was just so, so lovely to see, and I, I really appreciate all the support that you guys have given me um and yeah next time i'm i'm in the u.s we'll most definitely have to link in i've done podcasts in basements and all sorts of things oh good then you're gonna feel right at home you'll feel right at home (laughs) we have to get her on andrew though Oh, come on. You can't just you can't just ask that shit. All right. Nadia, thank you very much for joining us. We're going to let you go. It was an absolute joy to have you. You are welcome back on the show anytime you want. You have something you want to run past us. You want to collab. Anything like that. Don't hesitate. We absolutely loved having you. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Take care. Bye. Nadia Bacotti. Ja, Veritas. God, I almost did it again. Veritas, kick us off to break. Yeah, and Yeah, right? <laughs> kick us off to break, and then we will be right back because we are going to get in touch with Mr. Philly Leather 2019. Hey, guys. Did you check out the merch link below? Oh, you didn't want to buy anything. Was it that you didn't want your mother-in-law to find your kinky coffee mug? You didn't want your kids to find their cool-ass K101 podcast t-shirts? It's okay. We understand what you can do, though, is right underneath the merch link is the donation link. Go ahead and click on that. You can drop us a quick, easy donation for any amount of that you want. If you go over $5, though, you get a great little interruption in the feed. You should check it out. All that is just crack that whip. And then put your name up, you know, whatever name you choose. And it says, donate a certain amount of money. And it interrupts whatever we're doing. So that's cool. You should check it out. Um, and also, um, you know, the more money you donate, the better my chances are of not letting Sal get on camera naked. Because it's hard enough being in the studio with him naked behind the soundboard. It's just... Please donate money. Please. It's below the It's below the Hey guys, Mr. Novanella Trist. I hope you're enjoying the K101 podcast so far. Stay tuned. We have some more good stuff that's coming up, and the content's great this week. Uh, what I'm here to do is to make sure that you know of a way that you can help us support our sex-positive communities by supporting our show. My favorite way, and the way we really want everybody else to give it a shot, is to check out the links in the description below. There's one link in particular, which is the merchandise link. It's streamlabs.com merchandise link. We have... K101 
t-shirts with the new logo for both guys and girls and the girl one is nice deep v-neck mixed <clears throat> envy looks wonderful in that shirt uh we also have uh, 18 by 18 inch dungeon throw pillows they could work well on your uh, couch cushions if you don't mind having you know you can you can do them on the couch just turn them around because the backside's white or you can do the 15 ounce coffee mugs so there you go. Check out the link below for merchandise. K101 branded, and it helps support the show, and it helps promote the show. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more. Hey guys, hope you're enjoying the Nominalatrist K101 podcast. On the off chance you haven't reached out to us on nominalatrist.com and you wanted to talk to us, it's easy. You have suggestions for the show, you have comments or criticisms, you can, you know, you can always email us. But if you don't want to email us, that's fine because we're always open to taking constructive criticism. What you can do is reach out to us on Twitter. I'm your host, Mr. Nominella Trist. You can find me on Twitter, at Mr. underscore NVT. You can find Envy on Twitter as well, at SillyKitten815. You're looking for that sexy siren, Sin Kitty? That's easy, too. At Sin underscore Kitty. That's S-Y-N. At KMFD Mike 102 at Wall Street 711. If you were looking to get in touch with our interactive producer, Chapin, it would be at Sarah C517, our video producer, at Veritas underscore I underscore M. If you had to get in touch with Sal, it would be at engineer underscore Sal. <laughs> who wants to get in touch with Sal? Seriously. Do it your way if that's who you need to get in touch with. We're always here to answer your questions, and we always want to try and support the community in any way we can. Hence, we gave out Sal's fucking Twitter. So, there's that. Alright, now you know how to get in touch with us. No excuses. Call in. Ask questions. That's what we're here for. Hang in there, hang in there. Okay, <laughs> Guys, sex love for hanging out with the K101 podcast. This show's always a clusterfuck, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we are consistently a clusterfuck. Guys, we just had a great interview with Nadia Bacotti from SheSaid.com and Tales of a Fuck Girl and all kinds of other great stuff that you can, I mean, like, there's so much stuff that, I, and I absolutely love it. Did you guys not love her that interview. Was awesome. I had that was awesome. so much fun talking Completely to her. Completely down to earth. Love her. If you have not watched her YouTube channel, that is probably one of my favorite YouTube channels out there right now. Um, currently on the phone, we have Jason. Oh, you're just pulling your ears out, huh? Just what, for what, a just for a minute? What's, what's going on here? Oh, you're giving me back. I was just like, well, I'm getting messages and shit, like from other people. Oh, I'm just getting my, I'm, re I'm receiving my board back is what it is. Because we don't, I'm out here live, so I can't, I just, I'm just, whatever, we used, 
We use Whitey Race boards. So currently on the phone right now is Jason, who is the current Mr. Philly Leather 2019. I was waiting for the yay. Can I get a yay over here? My, where's, my, where's my yay sounder? Where's, come on, I know you got it. Yay. No. I want the yay sounder. You give me the fucking sounder. I'm looking. There it is. Woohoo. Okay, cool. I'm sorry, Jason. I should have had that ready for you. Wait, um, let me try this again. One more time. All right, so I have. Are, are you ready? Hang on. You have it? You're right. Are you, are you hang in there? Here, just wait. I'm asking you to wait a second. I need eye contact. Wait, seriously? <laughs> okay. God. All right. Yeah. We have Jason, Mr. Philly Leather 2019, on the phone. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We have all 15 people in studio at the same page now. This is we fucking amazing. I love this. <laughs> Jason, we're a professional outfit, just so you know. Of course we are. <laughs> How are you doing, sir? I'm sure, um, why not? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my answer there. I just dove right, right in, and um, I was immediately, when I... One of my first questions was, "Has there ever been, um, has there ever been a trans Mr. Philly Leather?" And I was told, "The closest anyone's ever gotten is runner-up, um, which is amazing and wonderful, and something to be celebrated." But I wanted there to be somebody to hold the table for the full year um, and be able to set that example. Um, and I thought that as soon as I learned what holding the title entailed, what winning the title entailed, it definitely felt like something that fit my skill sets. Um, uh, it definitely, you have to be somebody who can, can speak well, who can have one-on-one uh, -on -one conversations with people about topics that um, are often thought of as uncomfortable. Um, and it just felt like a way that I could really lend uh, this type of activism I've always done to a community that I already um, had invested a lot in and, and came to really care about very quickly. Um, so it just sort of felt like a perfect role for me to, to try to get it if I could, and then I did. Um, so here we are. All right, awesome. awesome. Now, just for those of you who are listening, I'm really sorry. I and then Jason, I have to apologize. Uh, people missed about half of what you said because we had a glitch on the computer. So that's my fault. Okay. That that's that's my bad. Um, but but I think they they kind of got the gist at the very end of it, which is what we were looking for. So I'm going to ask you the next question. <laughs> Veritas. Uh, somebody take a picture of that behind the scenes so we can put that up on the BTS. That was fucking awesome. Um, <laughs> Jason, let me ask you this. Um, when we start, all right. So, Envy and I, Envy and I host a a uh, a kink BDSM munch here in Lancaster, uh, Pennsylvania, and we kind of we are in and around Lancaster, and we've had new people join our group literally within the last three months that have said the gay uh, cisgender men in it, the men men in the gay community have sometimes have a real problem with mixed couples and allies um particularly when it comes to kink D do you have a lot of that or, or did you find a lot of that what, what are the hurdles that you've run into not just when it comes to cisgendered males being in kink outside of like like do you find a, oh god i'm trying to figure out how to word this question i'm so sorry i'm tripping all over myself in, no, fine. i mean if i'm if i'm understanding you correctly you're sort of asking about has, have i seen much of sort of intermingling of the gay that like the dissident community and the more straight community is that sort of where you're going with that yeah i, I think i'm gonna go with you know in in our community in, in our lancaster community we have uh heteronormative we have bisexual 
and we have a we have a few straight out gay, and we have a straight up a few straight out lesbian couples in our. We do have trans, and we do have a couple trans. Thank you very much for reminding me. I, w- I wasn't I wasn't trying to be. I, I have I love I love I love the people. I, no one's at me. All right, cool. I got my defenses up a little bit. I'm I'm, I'm managing a couple things here. So we have a lot of that. But but someone from the gay community was like, "This is so weird for me. We're hanging out at date night, and and we're doing our thing and we're hanging out. But I would get like." There were so many people in our gay community that would be like, "No, you can't hang out with those people over there because they're heteronormative," and I'm like, right, "Why would that happen. be a problem?" And they're like, labels, "Yeah, that's labels. kind of a, it's always been yeah, labels. It's, it's always labels and, and flying." So, do you have a lot of that, or do you find that in 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 Philadelphia or in the in the region that you're living in? Um. So, I would say that my particular, like my response to that question specifically. Uh, would be that it's not something I directly encounter, sort of the intermingling a lot, specifically because most of my experience with BDSM kink is um, centered around events that that are either directly related to or tend like sort of um, less directly but still related to leather contests, um, and those are almost always um, gay, like gay-focused events. Um, some of them have explicit rules about like you have to be gay to run, or you have to be you have to identify as queer to run, or something like that. I, I think that's the uh, thing I'm getting at. I'm, I'm getting someone in our group who's just like I think the, their experience, and it could be just their experience, which is why I'm asking, um, mm-hmm. because I'm not I don't I don't come from that experience. Their experience is because they come straight from the gay community. That intermingling is something that's just completely taboo because. I'm, I don't know if it's just they've had bad experiences or what. So, yeah, well, that's ex- that's it's extremely foreign to us. us. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the particular person I'm thinking of sent me a message, and went, and went. You know, this is kind of, this is kind of really weird because I've never been out. Right. Where me mm-hmm. and someone else who's openly gay is. Is, like, is out with just heteronormative, and we're just like whatever. We don't whatever. give a shit. Come, come on, on hang out with us. Are you kinky? Do you like kinky things? If not, hang out. If not, you know, whatever. Just, yeah. Do you like the fetish things? Do you not like the yeah. fetish things? And if you don't like the fetish things, you're welcome anyway. You can ask all the questions you want. We'll be more than happy to educate you because you're clearly stupid. Mm. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, it's a, I don't know. I have a few responses to that. One of them being that I mean, so for me personally, like. I will say that um, I definitely, as somebody who identifies as queer, who identifies as trans, I definitely very intentionally try to make as much of my life as possible full of, of those people who identify in the same way because most of the world, as we all know, is heteronormative. Heteronormative. Well, we're heteronormative. It's all good. I got you. <laughs> and, you know, that's, that's most of the world's norm. So when we can create our sort of like, bubbles when we can. It's something that a lot of us tend to do. Um, but I will say that as somebody who identifies as a kinkster, um, I have definitely found that, you know, when I can when I can sort of cross those bridges and have um, like really great positive interactions and friendships and relationships with straight folks, it is it's not always for certain, but it often happens a lot more easily when it is with kinky folks because there is that just like, you know, it, it's a, such a huge part of so many of our lives that I think it's there's a moment of like, I do find sort of a similar, you know, and I, I'm out in the world and I'm not in an explicitly queer space and I encounter another person who is 
you know, visibly visibly identifiable as queer, and I have that sort of, like, moment of of taking a breath and exhaling and being like, oh, there's somebody else here like me, you know? And I I think I I definitely personally at least feel that same way if I encounter somebody who I can identify as, you know, another kinky person or another person who who plays a BDSM, um, regardless of whether that person is queer or not. Okay. Um, Which has been a really great thing for me to to come into and experience. We just got a great question from the chat. Chapin, if you could hold that up for me again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and read okay. it. You know, because you, you have it in front of you, and I can't see that far. All right. Um, Chatter Domum asks, how do you feel about the idea that gender is a construct, and why do you feel that way? Um, oh, wow. So how many hours do we have? Um, We're going to have to do we have to, we have to put, minutes. We have to put this down in under 10 minutes, so give us this. Sh- I, I want to go into my space balls. Let's do the short, short version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, short version. Um, I like your version. So, version. I care, like, I, so I, um, uh, I have worked with children for a lot of my life. I care very deeply about um, the way that we raise children. I think it is, like, cr- the fundamental, underlying, sure. crucial thing to how we're going to save the world. That's how we uh, do it. And I think that the way that we raise kids to think about gender is a huge part of that. Um, and... That how we come to think about our own gender and how we come to, um, you know, understand gender in the world as it relates to us and how it relates to other people is 100% con- like constructed as we are being raised as small children. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that, that, yes, to answer the question directly, I definitely think gender is a construct. Um, and I definitely think, um, first of all, there are, there's definitely, there's certainly people who are, who are born um, biologically not male or female. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and then often decisions are made. Um, we don't know about a lot of those people because early on in their lives, um, parents make decisions about you know what what gender are we going to raise this kid as, and I think that in itself speaks volumes about like the fact that gender is really a construct. If you can sort of make a decision about how am I going to raise this person, and then that's just like they turn out a man or a woman because of that, um, I think that is sort of really indicative of of how I feel about the answer to the question. Uh, and so I, I definitely feel very strongly about um, raising kids to understand that, um, you know, I don't think we necessarily have to go around saying that we're never going to assign uh, genders to kids when they're born. We can we certainly, like, don't have to say that all kids have to be raised with gender-neutral pronouns. While that's totally fine, with, I think it's great when parents make that decision. I don't think it's something we all have to be doing. I just think it's something that, like, we need to be raising kids to understand that, um, that whatever gender they they're assigned at birth isn't isn't the end all be all and that they can play with that in whatever way is going to make them feel like the most fulfilled version of themselves all right let's uh all right i'm going to i'm going to take executive privilege here i'm going to table this conversation on the on the caveat that you give me an affirmative will you call into the show can you call into the show again in two weeks do you think you you can manage that I can possibly. I all right. Uh, would have to can can you manage head. it so so you can call in sometime again ridiculously soon? I will clear the schedule because I'm up against yeah. a very hard break, and I have to talk about the event that you're doing. And, yeah, and totally. so so let let's do that. Um, but but I I I because there's so much here I want to unpack and I want to kind of get to. And I think mm-hmm. it, I, and I'm kind of making the decision, and everybody's kind of looking at me. I'm, I'm making a decision. <laughs> we're, we're, this is going to be a show in and of itself. So if I can get you okay. for a show, 
where where we either drag your drag your butt out here and you sit in the studio with us and we can kind of sit down and talk about it or yeah. we can get you to I mean I would love that. So if we can make that happen in the next month or so, I would love it. Yeah, yeah, we can definitely talk about that for sure. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Well then tell us about the event that you're going to be doing on Friday night because K101 yeah. is going to be there and you you yahoos that are watching on the internet right now need to be joining us because yeah. this is going to be a fun time. Anytime it's worthwhile. Anytime we Very have worthwhile. a workshop where we can come out and support the community, we're all supposed to kind of come together as a community and don't pretend like, you know, oh well, I'm in I'm in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I can't just do Yes, you can because there's a whole <laughs> shit ton of us out here and we all do it. It's fine. It's all repressed. It's fine. Uh, Jason, please tell us what this workshop, it's uh, Discovering Your Kink, uh, or Discovering Your Desires, Intro to Kink. Uh, Tell us what it is, where it is, and when it is. Totally. Um, So, uh, first, just like the the straightforward details, um, when it is, is this Friday, um, January, January, sorry, January 19th time. Wow. Uh, This is a busy month for me. Friday season. Anyway, this Friday, January 19th from 7 to 9 p.m. at um, Station One Art Center in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Um, and it is, um, as, as you just said, it's called Discovering Our Desires, Introduction to BDSM and Kink. Um, and it's definitely very intentionally named. The, um, the Discovering Our Desires part is something that I really thought of as I, as I was thinking about. I, I absolutely um, loved it as well. And, and if yeah, you guys haven't paid attention yet, click the blog post that's associated with this. All the details are in are in cool. yeah, or on our page so 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 uh, poor jason doesn't have to go through all of that stuff tell, tell us what you're going to talk about yeah so i mean as i'll talk about more so there um i actually so my relationship to lancaster is that i i went to i got my undergrad degree in lancaster so i lived there for four years um and it was definitely a time where uh there was like a lot of shit that i was figuring out about myself and like in really unhealthy ways and in really repressed ways um and we get the this workshop, yeah, totally. And so this workshop is something that um, I really want to give people the tools to not have to do. Um, and so really, I, there's a lot of things that like uh, that both have to do with my my kinky identity and my trans identity that like this would have been so much easier if to to grapple with and to understand if I had language for it earlier on. Um, and so this is a workshop where where I really want to give. Um, folks, this is very much a 101 workshop. It's very much a beginner's workshop. Um, it's very much, I really want it to be as much of a conversation as possible. I want people to feel comfortable asking questions. Um, and it, it's definitely just something where I want people to be able to sort of learn sort of all the ground, you know, terminology, safety practices, how a negotiation works. Um, we are going to do some sort of instructional demos, um, showing, doing some like show and tell with some toys, stuff like that. Um, and I really want to, pe- to sort of just give give the audience a chance to to really develop um, a base knowledge of language to be able to begin to really um, explore and also maybe even more so understand um, some feelings and desires that they might already have this, um, or might not realize that they had. This ahead, sounds Anna. very similar. Yeah. Similar <laughs> to uh, yeah. well, it's a little. It's yeah. very familiar. We, yeah, we kind of grew up around here, and it's. It's yeah. it's a train wreck of repression in this yeah. area. It's, so it's kinda, like if you can swim better. your way out, it's better. like an avalanche that you have to swim out of. And once you it get out, you're like, really holy familiar. shit, we can throw lifelines. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm very, I'm so happy about it. Um, all right. So is there anything else that the 
that that our viewers need to know about the event or about you before we ask you where we can find you and wrap this whole interview up because yeah, because uh, you've already agreed you're coming back and we have all kinds <laughs> of shit to went back so i'm holding you to oh, it great. cool i'm ready um so i guess the only other thing like detail about the event is that tickets can be found on the facebook um, uh, i'll make sure that all event. of the yeah. links are available for you guys wonderful um yeah so that's i mean i think that's a, a good little summary of of what's gonna happen there um yeah and and, and uh your facebook and my Facebook, if you just uh, search for Mr. Philadelphia Leather 2019, it should come right up. Um, one of the only sort of thing I'll plug about stuff you might be able to find on that page is that a lot of uh, leather title holders uh, sell these, like, lapel pins. Mm -hmm. I am one of them. That um, was the one I was looking $10. for. <laughs> yeah, totally. So they cost $10. I'll post, I'm gonna, I'll post another one about it, like, sometime tomorrow um, so there's a fresh one. Um, they cost $10. I take cash or Venmo. As you know, I'll be in the city this weekend. Um, and they go to support uh, both my travel fund because this stuff is expensive. Yeah, it is. Um, and also, uh, like all the traveling and everything. Um, but they also go to support uh, Morris Home, which is a, um, a home in West Philadelphia, which is a recovery shelter for transgender people who are in recovery from substance abuse that provides them with um, housing, uh, clinical support, and life skills training. Um, it's a really, really amazing program. Good um, stuff. And they're moving into a bigger space in the next year. So Absolutely really good stuff. Oh, we love yeah. that. And we absolutely love that. Hey, you know what? I'm going to get with you um, between shows. I'm going to call you. After we get done tonight, like after we get done this interview and wrap up the show, I'm going to give you a quick phone call. And sure. uh, and, and uh, is that okay? Yeah. All right. Yeah, outstanding. No yeah. No, no pressure. It's None. not like it's not like I'm. It's not like I have anything else going on. We're not tonight, recording right, right away. Do this right. Yeah. We won't. Be all right. <laughs> well. Yeah, all right. All right. So, uh, Mr. Philly, Mr. Philadelphia Leather, 2019. Jason, uh, we've, we've, we are going to have your link on Facebook. And is there anything else you want to pimp, promote, chalk up um, to all kinds of fun? Do you have anything coming up soon that that you want to make sure you get out before you're on the show again with us, you know, <laughs> in like three weeks, four weeks, something like that? <laughs> sure. Uh, so I guess, well, yes, while we're here, I have uh, – there's a party – um, at the bike stop, which is the Philadelphia Leather Bar. Um, it'll be top floor of the bike stop uh, Friday, July 26th. Um, so that's next weekend. Um, it is happening during the Philadelphia Trans Wellness Conference. It's a large free, the largest free uh, trans focus conference in the country that happens in Philadelphia every year. Um, and yeah, as I said, it'll be at the, at the bike stop, Philly Leather Bar, from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Um, we're gonna have awesome like we have trans DJ, trans shop boys, trans store people, trans bartenders, like all. It's a trans focused party. Um, we're excited about it. It's a fundraiser. Um, it's gonna be a great time. People can wear leather gear. They can wear undies, whatever they want. Um, it'll be cute. Um, yeah. So that's where that's happening. Outstanding. Jason, thank you so much for your time tonight. Uh, I cannot, I, genuinely, I the the staff here. We, we can't wait to come out. I mean, for those of us who can make it out, we, we can't wait to come out and see you on Friday night. So, uh, we'll yeah, all be wearing our K one hundred and one shirts, so you can find us very very easily and be like that <laughs> motherfucker right there. Get up here, I gotta talk to you. And <laughs> and Sin Kitty will be your very first. She'll be like, yeah, all right, I will take a beating because so it is really so true. Demo. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be I'd your bring first one. With me, but if, if we have extra time, sure. <laughs> uh, 
Jason, thank you so much for for hanging out with us. Um, it, it was it was a joy to have you, and we absolutely look forward to scheduling uh, the next one very soon. Like literally, as soon as yeah. the show's over, I want to call you. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) All right. Take care, sir. We will talk to you very, very soon and see you in two nights. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So, wow. Well, that was a bit of a show. Holy shit. Yep, yep. I'm going to – it almost sounded like an actual fucking show. I know. We haven't even turned off the cameras yet. I'm like, motherfuckers, that was kind of a show. (laughs) You know, and we even had our live technical difficulties, but we all managed it. I think we, we could actually well, be yeah, a professional really fucking it. outfit soon. It could happen. Please give some love to Veritas because Veritas, that motherfucker, seriously, rocking out with his cock out, and which is we... probably half the problems. That thing's dragging all over the desk, well, hitting all the goddamn buttons. And also, <laughs> hey, and I had a good time. <laughs> content this evening. Can you give a little love to your producer, please? Absolutely. I'm all over it. I'm all over it. The questions, the interviews were smooth. This was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yes. <laughs> he just turns the light bulb off. Screw it, that I'm not dealing with any of that shit. All of us to be. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Sign shut up. Me the fuck up. Right? I'm telling you. All right, so. Here's how simple this is, boys and girls. If you're paying attention and you're still tuned in, and I don't know how many of you are tuned in, and that's okay. And I don't want to know. Don't even tell me. I, <laughs> Chapin was like, she brought up her hands. I'm like, don't tell me. I don't want to know. <laughs> if you hang out for just a little bit and jot these numbers down, I mean, the, the ticker's been running. It's 717-925-0603. That's the number to call in on Gmail. You can call in. You know, I think we get one phone call one. at a time. Yeah, one. one phone call one at a time. Um, but you can also call in. You you can also call in <laughs> on Skype at Mister Strike. Yeah, Mister Period Space NVT at at NV, NVTrist at gmail.com. That's the easiest way to do it. NVTrist at gmail.com. Add that to your contacts list, and you can call in on Skype because we are going to take like a ten minute break. From this live show that we're doing right now. We all need a cigarette. Yes, we mm. all need a cigarette. That, and I'm going to bed underneath I the mean, table. Ninety percent of us don't smoke. Yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna do the we're gonna do a ten minute break and then when we come back, we are gonna have a great conversation. Which I'll just tell you now, next week's episode is all about when someone is in subspace, can they consent? And it's a very gray line, and we have a lot of people in studio tonight that can talk about it. So we every have perspective is going to be covered. It, man. We have every perspective is going to be covered, and we have a very real, very recent live action situation that situation happened, that happened not not a week <laughs> ago that we that we can kind of dissect and kind of dig into. So there's that, and then we even have a toy <laughs> review because that very same night. We Envy and I bought a toy, and it was a toy. She was like, "I don't know if I want it. It's fifteen dollars. It's it's an adult toy review." She went, "All right, fine." And then this morning, this morning, we, so I was like, "Hey, we have a show to do tonight for next week's show, so you're gonna have to here. Let me hold this." <laughs> and she was like, "Oh my god!" And then we got to the end, and you'll have to tune in next week if you want to watch dun, dun. it, or you can call in. 
and listen when we get there. Veritas. Oh, hang on. I got to thank Nadia Bacotti. Thank you so much for calling in. It was absolutely <laughs> wonderful having you. And you know what? Keep the claps up. Jason, Mr. Yeah. Philly Leather. Hey, hey, coming to see town. you in two nights. Guys, thanks a lot for hanging out. Uh, Vixen, Brax, Stinger Switch, Mr. Beer Kitten, Miss Beer Kitten. It's just Beer Kitten because it's Beer Kitten. His happy pet, because I didn't call you the other thing. <laughs> Orchid Fire. Sin, it is so delicious to have you back in studio again. My lovely wife, Chapin, you kicked ass tonight. KMFD Mike, you kicked ass tonight. Veritas, you kicked ass tonight. You guys, you, you guys are the fucking backbone of the show, and I love you all so much. We will be back next week, unless you're calling in in 20 minutes. Can I smell it?